Welcome to the Food Freedom Habit Podcast, where you can find freedom from food crazies using nothing but your own brain. With me, Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach. Would you like permanent food and body peace without tracking one trigger or calorie? Whether you're dealing with overeating, binge eating, bulimia, food obsession, body hate, or the endless diet cycle, we do all this without delving into past trauma, starting yet another food plan, or monitoring every meal. Live a free life aligned with your health and values. If you're ready for something real, you're in the right place. All episodes are 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. Hello, this is Coach Lydia Knight, and we are ending eating disorders and freeing women from every cage. And freedom is getting things done. There are so many things that never get done because there is one thing that we must get done first, which is fix ourselves, fix our relationship with food, figure this out. And since that can go on for years and years and decades and decades, then there are so many things that just don't get done because it always seems like a bigger priority to listen to the next podcast or figure out the next diet or you know create the next meal or exercise plan. And it takes up so much time that other things just don't get done. So we might be doing the minimum or getting by for a while. It gets harder and harder as your eating disorder takes more and more time. But then on the side of freedom, you get things done. Tell you something really fun. We have a, a great grad, Catherine. You might have seen her freedom story at LydiaVideo.com. But Catherine had this to-do list that was 10 years old. It was things that she had wanted to do for 10 years. And it wasn't like some you know bucket list of like, these are the adventures. It was just like stuff around the house that she had just wanted to do and wanted to do. And it just seemed like there was never space for it because she had an eating disorder. And that was always taking up all of her mental and her mental space and her physical energy. So we coached her for eight weeks. She had complete freedom around four or six weeks. And then she just started getting stuff done. By the end of the eight weeks that we coached her, she had completed everything on her 10 year to-do list. Cause she finally had the energy to do it. She finally had excess energy more than what she needed for just the basic stuff because now she was on the side of freedom. And it is incredible to see how many garages get cleaned out, how many books get finished and published. We have four authors. Uh, one of them is a best-selling author just in the last little while that graduated. Very, very fun. You know, we just see people get things done. Divorces, <laughs> like just stuff that people have been wanting to do for a long time. And now they have space to do it. So freedom is getting things done. And freedom is getting your awareness back. So that awareness and that presentness is taken up so much by food when we're in the struggle. You're keeping track of what food you have eaten and what food you haven't eaten and what's in your fridge and what's in your cupboards and what's gonna happen with food tomorrow and regret from what happened with food yesterday and the morality of food and counting the calories of the food and counting the carbs and the protein and like the timing of the food. And it just takes up so much of your awareness so that you're not aware of what's right in front of you. What's right in front of you which is the only thing that is real. And so with that awareness being taken away, then we're not able to focus on what's there and what's real and what's right there in front of us. 
and the awareness that brings so much joy, like the awareness of the sound of the wind blowing through the leaves and the awareness of how wonderful it is to be solid in our bodies and the awareness of what it feels like for the person that we love sitting next to us to be loving us back. And there's so much nuance to this beautiful experience of life that we lose when all our awareness is taken by just trying to keep our head above water. And freedom is getting that back and having that awareness back. And freedom is being able to show your children what freedom is. So we know how to end eating disorders. It's a predictable process to freedom. And when we end eating disorders for one generation, they don't get passed down to the next generation. And a beautiful piece of freedom is for your children to see what freedom is like, is for your children to see what confidence and internal peace and no struggle with food and body and self-love, what that's like. And your children are much more likely to be who you are than to do what you say. And being able to show our children this is normal eating, being able to show our children this is what it's like to love yourself, and being that example is a beautiful and wonderful and powerful thing. Um, we had a wonderful client that came to us. She's been a grad for years now in her freedom. And her 14-year-old daughter told her that she needed to get help because her daughter could recognize how disordered her mother's eating was. And that's what prompted her to come to us and to get the help. And she got her incredible freedom. And her and her daughter got to go and have picnics together and got to eat together. And her daughter was so proud of her. And her daughter got to see that transformation in her mother. We have had multiple mothers who are getting free right now that have had their, their children, some of them young, some of them grown children, like come to them and recognize like, mom, you seem just so confident and so happy. And it's incredible to be able to see you so, so calm. And, you know, for some of them, they've been open with their kids about like, you know what, I had an eating disorder and I don't anymore. And this is how I got free. Um, and then for some, like they don't share it with their families, but their families can see it and they can tell that there's been a change and it's been for the better and they get to have their, their mother back. So showing our children what freedom is and passing down freedom to the next generation instead of being just another link in the chain of those generational prisons that we have been passed down from mother to us and then to our daughters to be the breakers of that generational pattern is a beautiful thing and to show our children a better world. Freedom is breaking generational patterns. So very often we find with the over 5,000 we've, we've interviewed with over the thousand women that we have shown freedom, that there is a very strong generational link. My mother hated her body. My mother put me on my first diet when I was 10 years old. My mother took me to Weight Watchers with her when I was nine. And there is this oftentimes, I will not be that way. I will not do to my daughter what my mother did to me. However, we end up perpetuating those same patterns and then we see in our daughters the same things happening, which is of course terrifying and not what we want. And there, there is this idea that, you know, women are really, it's promoted growing up as a woman that you put everyone else before yourself, that you give to everyone else, that you put yourself last. But when we see our daughters suffering, helping our daughters is not the best way for them to have freedom. The best way 
is for us to be free ourselves. And when our daughters see that freedom, that's when the generational chain is broken. Because a lot of us had mothers that were like, oh, don't hate your body like I hate my body. But there's still that like, but I'm really freaked out that your body is changing. And so let's go ahead and do a diet together. I will help you. Like, so breaking those generational patterns is an incredible, incredible piece of freedom because you get to see like, oh, it didn't start with my mother. It started with my grandmother and it started with her grandmother. And there's this long line of women displeased with their bodies, trying to change themselves, not feeling good enough, going on diets and spending their lifetime never being at peace with themselves. And when you choose to be that person in the generational chain that breaks those chains, then it's not just your daughter, it's her daughter and it's her daughter and it's freedom that gets to go through generations and you are the one that made the difference. So it's not just about you. This is something that the ripple effect of this freedom is incredible. And we've seen it go the other direction as well of when a daughter gets free and her mother can see that her daughter got free as an adult woman and that mother is still struggling in her 70s or her 80s that there is freedom that happens the other way as well in that generational chain. And it's a wonderful thing to celebrate. So freedom is breaking those generational patterns and freedom is calm after a meal. So when we're in disordered eating, when we're struggling with food, there's so much mental energy that goes into evaluating and calculating after a meal. So you ate something and there's all the, well, should I eat more? And was that okay? And maybe I should have had something else and uh, I shouldn't have had seconds or I should go back and have seconds or maybe I didn't have enough or maybe I still have some calories left. There's the morality of was it right? Was it wrong? What is the way that I ate this meal? Uh, how does that inform my next meal that I need to eat? It's the recalculating the calories and the carbs over and over. It's the, you know, beating yourself up of why didn't I make different choices? It's the, well, maybe I already blew it with this meal. So maybe the rest of the day is just shot. There is so much internal suffering that happens after every single meal. Cause it's like, there was no right answer. It's like, well, I could have eaten this really restrictive meal, but then I would have felt deprived or maybe I shouldn't have eaten that meal where, although I didn't feel deprived, but that still felt wrong. Or maybe I should have, you know, stuck to my plan, or maybe I should be flexible with my plan. Like, there's no right answer when it comes to a meal. And then we do it over and over and over. And a beautiful part of freedom is just calm after a meal. It's a non-issue. You make a decision and you eat that meal and you feel great about it because you're doing it from the perspective of a normal eater because now you're a normal eater. Now you're on the side of freedom. So it's not a big deal and it's really easy to know what to choose. You're like, oh, I feel physically hungry because now my, my hunger and fullness signals are back and now I'm gonna eat something that nourishes myself and feels good and feels complete and it's not something I have to evaluate or look to a rule book to know what it is. It's just a, of course, it's a non-issue and then you eat the meal and then you finish the meal and it feels finished and you are satisfied and you just move on with your life. There's like zero cognitive suffering. There's like zero regret, zero shame, zero guilt, zero beating yourself up because you're a freak person. <laughs> so that calm after a meal is something that's so fun because 
our clients often just notice this happening. They're not like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to feel calm after a meal. They're just moving toward their freedom. And then their freedom happens. And they're like, oh, I used to beat myself up after meals. And I just noticed the absence of that. And that is beautiful freedom. So freedom is calm after a meal. And freedom is any restaurant. Being able to go to any restaurant. Being able to not know what restaurant you're going to. Being able to ask other people, where do you want to eat? And then they choose and then you go. Because guess what? Any restaurant is available to you. Those questions of, can I eat there? Is there something I can have there? What will I need to ask to have it be custom and special there? Like, is that the ultimate choices? Am I gonna be satisfied? Like all of those questions that by the way, are super annoying. <laughs> I think that we understand that and I can appreciate and I did this for years when I had my eating disorder, but it's like everyone's always having to work around your restrictions. And just to be a chill person that can be like, where do you want to eat fam? Or where do you want to eat friends? And then you just go there. Or to be like, hey, where do you want to meet up? And then you just go and meet up there. Or trying somewhere new. Freedom is any restaurant. Because wherever you go, there's always something that you can eat. Because you can eat anything you want. And there's nothing that's going to trigger you to binge later. Because you're free now. So you can eat anything at that restaurant and then be done and move forward with your life and not have to worry about it and not have to calculate it and not have to have half of it boxed up before you go or even before it comes to you so you're not tempted. It's just a non-issue and you can focus on the people and the memories and the interactions with real human beings and that you remember the people and not the food. You remember the memories, the experience and not the food. You remember the joy instead of the tears. And that is a beautiful piece of freedom. So freedom is being able to eat out at any restaurant. And freedom is no right or wrong food. Like there is no morality in this would be the right thing to eat or this would be the wrong thing to eat. Because on the side of freedom, you can have cake and enjoy it and realize it's very sweet or that it's kind of dry and so you stop eating it and you move on with your life. Or you can have a salad and notice how delicious the salad is and eat something that is nourishing to your body and very nutritious. And neither one of those things has all of this meaning on top of it. It's not that the salad was the right choice and so you're good. And now that you're good, you have to stay good. And as soon as you're not good anymore, then you've really, really gotta be good. So you might as well be bad for a while so that you can be good again on Monday. It's just a salad that you eat and move forward with your life. And if you decide to have some cake, then it's not a bad thing that you have to make up for or that you need to be punished for or that you need to make sure that you calculate so that you, you haven't gone over your calories or that you're gonna binge later because you really shouldn't have had that. It's just a brownie and you enjoy it or cake. I guess it's a brownie now, whatever it is. And you can just move forward. So there isn't a right or a wrong food. And when there isn't the right or the wrong food, you don't have to make up for the wrong foods. And you don't have to react to being good for too long with the right foods. It's just food and you enjoy it and you move forward and you're the healthiest that you've ever been in your life. 
because you're on the side of freedom. Thanks for tuning in. If you felt a spark here and want to see how these principles can work in your own life, here is your next step. Pop over to lydialifestyle.com slash session. That's lydialifestyle.com slash session, where you can book a free session with our team. We'll give you a call and together find clarity on three things. One, the exact cycle you keep getting sucked into. Two, what isn't working with your approach. And three, what's missing to close the gap between food prison and food freedom. We have helped free hundreds of women all over the world from their food struggles. These are proven principles that work, no matter how long you've been stuck. This is Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach, signing off. Mwah!